0: love talk radio
1: and there arose a king in egypt who knew not Yahweh, and the fear of the hebrews fell upon the people of the land so pharaoh set taskmasters over the people of the land who laid heavy burdens on them which were bitter to bear And the children of Israel cried out unto the Most High, and he heard them from beyond the everlasting hills. In time he raised up unto them a deliverer whose name was Mashah. And Mashah grew mighty and was taught in all the wisdom of Egypt. But he was a man who chose not to live out his days in the pleasures of Misraim, and so answered the call of his destiny. And he came to the mountain of Alakim, which was called Horea, where he saw a flame of fire burning around a bush, but the bush was not consumed. The Moloch of the highest appeared to him and spoke from out of the midst of the fire, saying, I have seen the affliction of my people in Egypt and have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Therefore I will send you unto Pharaoh That you may bring forth my people The children of Israel Out of Egypt And Masha asked When I come to the people And they ask What is his name? What shall I say? The scriptures declare that Elohim said Ahaya, Asha, Ahaya Meaning I am that I am I will be who I will be He said, moreover to him, Thou shalt you say to the children of Israel, Yahuwah the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever and my memorial unto all generations. And the children of Israel became vain in their imaginations. And corrupting all their ways, so that they sought to replace the name of Yahuwah with the name of Adonai, meaning Lord. And many forgot His name and went after Baal, which also means the Lord. And from that time, many false names for our Creator have gone out into the world, following us into these last days and creating a controversy among the nations. Our heavenly Father who desires that his elect be not ignorant of his name, nor that we should be moved by the signs of the times, but that we should be steadfast in the truth, not wavering nor tossed and turned by the mouths of men. For some say that his name is Yahweh, while others say that it is Jehovah. Still others foolishly declare that it cannot be known. But we who are called and chosen have a sure word of revelation which has come down from the Father of light, who would not have his people to walk in darkness. For well, I declare that we are the children of light. For he has revealed through the Ruach, take the original vowel sounds A and U, which are from the three pure vowel sounds which make up all the Semitic languages and apply them to the four Hebrew letters yod Hey, wah Hey, and the name of Yahuwah is revealed Therefore let the name of Yahuwah rise upon the islands of Indonesia and echo beyond the rivers of Ethiopia Let his magnificent name soar above the heights of the Himalayas rest upon the shores of Sri Lanka The voice of a messenger rise upon the clouds Races on the wings of the wind, saying, Send tidings of his name to them that dwell in Ghana. Let the name of Yahuwah shake the land of Africa. Clare his name in Zambia, Tanzania. Let it be shouted from Mozambique. Send messengers to sail across the Nile and awaken them that dwell in the Sudan. Let the name of Yahuwah invade the mountains of Afghanistan and rock the whole Middle East. Let his mighty name stretch forth with wings across Europe and Asia and cause them to tremble and sleep in China. Oh, let his name circle over the Atlantic, the Pacific, and all the oceans of the world to touch the shores of America. That his name might read from the peaks of the Appalachian Mountains to the end of the Rio Grande, let His name extend out over the continental divide and journey it down to feel Brazil. And oh, let Yahuwah's elect publish his name in every nation and kingdom on the face of the earth. Let it be published in every country, in every city, and in every state. Yea, let it mount up and ride upon the wings of the eagles. Let it glide with the falcons, the hawks, and the crows. Let it reach up beyond the heights of the condors. That his name might touch the stars and feel the cosmos. Let the malachim come down from the shamayim. Let them ride upon the chariots of fire. Let them circle the cities. Let them stand upon the walls. Sound an alarm to the ends of the earth. And lift up the trumpet to declare Yahuwah is mighty. Our King is strong. He has subdued the, the nations. He has crowned the sun. that everything that has breath sing praises to his name. that everything with breath praise the name of Yahuwah. Finally, when the end comes, when all things have been put under his feet, and all the nations have been gathered to meet in the city of gold, which is planted in paradise. We will all lift up together with one voice. Magnify the name of your poor forever.
0: Shalom. And Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. This is where we speak the unadulterated and the uncompromising word of truth. My name is Abed Yahu or Obadiah. I am just a humble servant of Yahweh. On today's show, we're going to go over part nine of the Strange Fruit Review. As we talk about the stranger and the sojourner in the latter days, uh, we're going to look at Barashit or Genesis chapter 10. So I'm just giving everybody a heads up. Um, that's where we're going to start on today's uh, lesson. And we're going to be talking about who are the Gentiles? Does the scripture talk to us about the Gentile? Where are the Gentiles? Where did they originate from? Um, you know, are they still, can they still be beneficiaries of the divine inheritance Uh from Yahweh, and we already know that they can. We've read it in previous scriptures. Uh, this is part nine of a uh, 12-part series. Uh, we will finish off uh, 10, 11, and 12 on next weekend. Uh, first and foremost, please forgive me. Um, I was not on yesterday's broadcast, but I promise you on today that Uh, We're going to make up some ground on today. Okay, hallelujah. So um, your brother is back on on the air, and we're going to go ahead and discuss some more information on today. Um, Today is Sunday, March the 15th, 2020, or 2020, according to the man-made Gregorian Jesuit calendar. Uh, We are getting closer. Hallelujah. Well, we're getting closer to the what we call the Rosh Hashanah toward the new year. And then that's when we we'll start counting our days toward what we call the Peshach and the Chachat B'zach, uh, which is the Passover and the uh, Feast of Unleavened Bread. And we are still supposed to keep uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. You will read that in Uyakra or Leviticus. Chapter 23, Uh, just a couple of announcements, and then we will go ahead and start with the show. Um, Talk, Teach, and Touch Bar Radio is brought to you by SALT, the acronym for Sisters Abiding in Light and Truth, and also by the Bullock Family Foundation in Arizona, and the Jones Family Foundation out in Nevada. All righty. Uh, Just a couple more announcements to give to you. Uh, The Kingdom Harvest of Charlotte, North Carolina, we will be hosting our first congregational services in meal. Uh, We're going to be doing that from April the 3rd through the 5th. Uh, We're going to keep the feast of Unleavened Bread, and we are going to do uh, feet washing and the breaking of bread as well. Uh, We are going to also uh, put this particular... Um, instruction and teachings we're gonna have them on zoom so we're gonna have a link so that you'll be able to click on and watch it and I believe also through zoom we will be on YouTube I believe or Facebook live Uh, one of the two I get more information to you as we get um, you know as we get closer to to the particular appointed feast and also, I'm going to be doing a test run probably in about a week or two. I'm going to do a lesson through Zoom, so that way you can see your Aki, you see your brother, and I'll be able to give you an instruction while I am on the air. Okay, so I'm going to be doing that as well as um, doing Shabbat teachings, and that will be done on Zoom and also on Talk, Teach, and Touch Bar Radio. Uh, and then we're going to phase it out of Blog Talk Radio, and then we're going to continue to give you, um, you know, some, you know, the visuals and, of course, the, um, the webinars so that you'll be able to see. Okay, so I'm very excited about that, about the transition, and also I'm very excited to have the congregation um, come together because we cannot forsake the congregation So we have to come together in spirit and in truth and speak the uh, word of Yahweh. So um, we will be starting that on April the 3rd through the 5th, but there will be a test run and a teaching before then in the month of March. I will keep you posted and updated on that. Uh, So if you are in the Charlotte, North Carolina area uh, between April the 3rd and the 5th, Um, On April the 3rd, we're going to have the feet washing and the breaking the bread and a meal starting at 6 o'clock p.m. That's when the doors will open. Uh, I will be doing a teaching and instruction um, at 8 o'clock p.m. And then we will be dismissed. Then on Saturday, April the 4th, at 10 o'clock a.m., we will be in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Um, I'll be doing a teaching there from 10 to 12 noon. Then another teaching back at the Kingdom Harvest of Charlotte. I'll be there at three o'clock, and then finally on Sunday we're going to go ahead and close everything out. And on Sunday, April the fifth, we're going to be starting our teaching at twelve noon. Okay, so that is the itinerary for that. Now, for more information, if you like to, uh, you know, if you like to join us. You can email us at Kingdom Harvest Congregation at gmail.com. You can also email us um, at TalkTeachTestify at gmail.com for more information. Uh, if you like a link uh, so that you'll be able to watch the teaching and the broadcast for all three days, um, a couple of people have already uh, sent me um, the request to watch it. Um, once again, email me at talkteachtestify@gmail.com, and I will bring uh, that to you. I will be sending you the link. Um, I'll put your name on the list, and then I'll be go ahead and um, you know I'll be sending you that link in about a week, from seven to ten days from today. So you'll be able to have that link to to join us. All right. I believe that is it for all of the announcements this morning. I'm I'm just so excited that uh, we woke up uh, to see another day uh, to praise Yahuwah uh, and to also stay encouraged uh, for we are the children of the light. Uh, And these particular teachings and these instructions, I hope that they will benefit you and bring you um, encouragement and exhortation. Um, Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Parashit chapter 10. Uh, While you're doing that, I'm going to give you the definition of nation or nations, which is in the Hebrew goy or goyim. Okay? G-O-Y-I-M. That's how they normally spell it. Okay? I'm going to read to you from a very powerful um, lexicon as to what the meaning of goy or goyim is so that we won't get anything mixed up now the nation of yashariel and I just said nation yasharia is also a goy it is also a nation it is a popular common noun form meaning a people or a nation the term can refer both to the nation of yashariel as well as two Gentile nations. Apart from Yashariel, a number of Pacific people groups are designated as Goyim. For an example, you'll be able to read about Misraim or Egypt. Okay? Um, we also talk about Babylon and other Canaanite nations. Now, you have to understand those Canaanite nations were we'll also called the Physicians. Very important. You can also read in the book of Joel, the book of Joel, chapter 1, verse 6, which refers to either Assyria or Babylon, depending on when the prophecy was recorded. Now, here's a breakdown more as to Goy or Goyan, when you talk about the nations. The nations also represent the arena, but the operation of Yahweh's mercy. When in a number of places, Yahweh promises to gather Yahsharia from the nations and restore his people to the land. Now let's read that because you, you're told that you're going to go to heaven uh, when when he comes back. But in all actuality, he's going to bring his people back into the land. Let's read Yoram, Yahu. Let's start there. Keep You know, stay with Genesis chapter 10, because we're going to break that down in its entirety. But let's look at Yoram, Yahu. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah, Yoram, Yahu, chapter 29 Let's start with verse and I and I love this chapter by the way there's going to be a couple of verses that you have heard uh pertaining to this some people have uh you know have taught lies about the scripture and others have taught the absolute truth uh you know pertaining to quote-unquote, you're expected in. But let's look at Yaram Yahu, or Jeremiah chapter 29. Let's look at verse 9. Go back, a, go back a verse. Please forgive me. Go back to verse 8. For thus says Yahuwah of heavenly armies, okay, this is what he says, the Eloha of Yashariel, Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams which you cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, says Yahweh. But thus says Yahweh that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you. And perform it, my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For so I know it, the thoughts that I think toward you, says Yahweh, thoughts of shalom, and not of raha, that's not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your love, with all your heart, which also pertains to your mind or your mindset. You should search for me with all of your mind, with all of your heart. Verse 14, listen. And I will be found of you, says Yahweh, and I will turn away at your captivity. And I will gather you from all Goyim, there it is, the nations, and from all the places where I have driven you, says Yahweh, and I will bring you again into the place whence I have caused you to be carried away captive. Very powerful. Okay, I'll stop right there. I mean, the, the word gets even more powerful as you continue to read it. But there it is pertaining to the nations that he promises to gather us from all four corners of the earth, and he will bring us back into the land. Let's look at Ezekiel. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 20. Okay, once again, these particular scriptures, these prophecies from his nevi'im, from his prophets, is letting us know that he's not trying to gather together a church, nor did he disregard his word. He is gathering his people from all four corners of the earth. Ezekiel chapter 20. Let's look closely at verse 41. I will accept you with your sweet Savior when I bring you out from the people and gather you out of the Goyim, out of the nations or out of the countries wherein you have been scattered. And I will be sanctified in you before the heathen. You'll see again the nations or the Goyim. Okay? And they should know that I am Yahweh when I shall bring you into the land of Yahsharia and to the country from the which I lifted up at my hand to give it to your fathers. And there you shall remember at your ways and at all your doings, when you have been defiled, and you shall loaf yourself in your own sight for all the evils that you have committed. And you shall know that I am Yahweh when I have wrought with you for my name's sake, not according to your wicked ways, not according to your corrupt doings, O you house of Yashariel, says the Master Yahweh. Okay, very powerful there. Let's stick with Ezekiel chapter, let's go to chapter 28. Ezekiel chapter 28. Let's look at verse 25. Here's the word Goyim used here. Thus says Master Yahweh, when I shall have gathered at the house of Yahshariel from the people. I'm reading from Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 25. Okay, please forgive me. Okay, verse 25. Let's start over. Thus says Master Yahweh, when I shall have gathered at the house of Yahsharia from the people among whom they have scattered, and shall be sanctified in them in the sight of the heathen. There's the goyim, the nations. The nations were also considered to be the heathens. Then they shall dwell in their land that I have given to my servant Yeku. And they should dwell safely therein, and shall build houses and plant vineyards. Yea, they should dwell with confidence when I have executed judgments upon all those that despise them around about them. And they shall know that I am Yahweh, Elohim, okay, that I am your supreme Elohim. Let's look at another one. We're going to stick with Ezekiel. Let's go to chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36. Let's start with verse 22. Hallelujah. Therefore, say unto the house of Yahsharia, Thus says the Master Yahweh, I do not this for your sake, O house of Yahsharia but for my Kodush namesake, for my set-apart namesake, which you have profaned among the goyim, among the heathen, where you went. And I will sanctify it my great sham, my great name, which was profaned among the goyim, among the nations, which you have profaned in the midst of them. And the goyim, the heathen, shall know that I am Yahuwah says Master Yahweh, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations, there it is, the Goyim, and gather you out of all Goyim, out of all countries, and will bring you into your own land. Let's look at chapter 37. One more just to show you what's going on let's look at verse 21 and I, I i don't want to just keep going on down it this this is very powerful yesikia chapter 37 let's look at verse 21 and say unto them, thus says Master Yahweh, Behold I will take at the children of Yashariel from among the heathen, whether they be gone, and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land, and I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Yashariel, and one Malek, one king shall be Malek to them all. And there shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. Now, we're talking about the northern and the southern kingdom of Yahsharia. They will become one nation again, just like how it was with Malek Deud when he ran it. You're going to hear his name later on. Verse 23. Neither shall they defile themselves any more with their idols, nor with with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions. But I will, Yasha, I will save them out of all their dwelling places wherein they have sinned, and will cleanse them. So shall they be my people, and I will be their Elohim. I'm quite sure you heard um, the emissary known as Shu'ud, the apostle Paul said that, right? Verse 24. And Da'ud, David my Abed, my servant, shall be Melech over them, and they all shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and guard my statutes and do them. They should dwell in the land that I have dwelt unto Yeku, my servant, wherein your fathers have dwelt, and they should dwell therein, even they and their children, and their children's children forever. And my servant, Daoud shall be their prince forever. Now, I want to stop here because a lot of you might read that and think, oh, yeah, David is going to be the king forever. There it is right there. It says in Ezekiel that David is going to be the king. No, it's not talking about David the king. It's talking about the meaning of Deut. It means beloved. So now when you read it, it's, it's what it's going to say. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 24 and read it again. It's not talking about King David. This is not a prophecy for David to be king over them because Malek like Deud or King David, was already king over them prior to the prophecy that was given by Ezekiel. This is how it reads. And my beloved servant shall be king over them, and they all shall have one shepherd. So you can see the mistranslation there. They shall also walk in my judgments and guard my statutes and do them, and they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant. Wherein your fathers have dwelt, they shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children forever. And my beloved servant, because Deud means beloved, my beloved servant shall be their prince forever. Verse 26. Moreover, I will cut a bridge, a covenant of shalom with them, it shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them, and will set at my sanctuary in the midst of them forever. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. And the Goyim, the nations, the heathen shall know that I, Yahuwah, do sanctify at Yashariel When my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. So the nations will see Yahuwah sanctify Yashari'el. And this is going to be done forever. Okay. The Gentile nations, we're going to talk about that in a minute, are not the only subjects of Elohim's wrath. They're also going to be the beneficiaries of divine mercy. There's a lot of text that proves that the nations will flock to Zion, to Jerusalem, and worship Elohim there. It powerfully affirms that Yahweh will deliver the nations. Let's look at the verse. Tahalim. Let's look at Psalms 67. Okay, let's read verse 1, 2, and 3. I want to go further more than that. Let's go to verse 5, okay? So let's start with verse 1. Elohim be merciful unto us and baruchas and cause his face to shine upon us. Salah. That's a praise break. For those who just say Salah and doesn't know what that means, uh, they're going into a praise break. Verse 2, that your way may be known upon earth, your yasha, your salvation, among all goyim, among all nations. You see that? So it's going to be salvation offered to all nations, just like Yahuwah when he promised Abraham the same thing. Verse 3 says, let the people praise you, O Elohim. Let all the people praise you. Oh, let the, here it is, the goyim, the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the goyim, the nations upon earth. Salah. Let the people praise you, O Elohim. Let all the people praise you. There it is right there. Not only that, but let's read Yahshua, or Isaiah chapter 11, because all nations is going to be seeking for someone, okay? Let's go to Isaiah, Yahshua, chapter 11, verse 10. I'm just going to read that one verse. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, or Jesse, which shall stand for a sign or an ensign of the people. To it shall the other nations seek. There it is, the other goyim. They're going to be seeking for the Savior. And his rest shall be extinct. Look at verse 12. He shall set up a sign for the Goyim, for the nations, and shall assemble the outcast of Yahshariah and shall gather together the to disperse from Yahudah from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim shall depart and the adversaries of Yahudah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy at Yahudah and Yahudah shall not vex at And for real. So the northern and southern kingdoms will come together to become one once again. Now let's go to Barashi or Genesis chapter 10 because we're going to break down all of the nations that is described here. Now the nations came through three sons of Noah. You talk about Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay, that's how you would pronounce it in the Abri or in the Hebrew. Sham, Cham, and Yafet. Okay, the nations were developed after the flood. Okay, so we're going to break down each particular one and we're going to look at the particular meanings. Okay, so that way you'll be able to see what I'm talking about, and then we're going to be talking more about the Ashkenazi Jews and where did they come from and why did they go over there and take over Palestine, okay? It was called Palestine after the Romans had invaded it in 70 AD, okay? So let's break it down because we and this is why nationalities are so important because you talk about where a people – came from what land did they come from? so it has not anything to do with color because there were um there were Romans who were of color they had melanin and they were Romans. you have Phcisians who were of color. Let's break this down so that you'll be able to get a very good idea and if i were you I would get a map also. Um, of uh, you know Noah and his three sons to see where they scattered to so that way you can get a very good idea all right let's break it down now these are the generations of the sons of Noah I'm in Genesis Obarashi, chapter 10 Shem Ham and Japheth and unto them were born were sons born after the flood now these sons Came from the sons of Noach. Okay. Verse 2. The sons of Japheth. Okay. You talk about Gomar or Gimar. People like to say Gimar, but it's Gomar And Magog. And Madai. And Yawan. And Tubal and Meshach, and Taraz, and the sons of Gomer Ashkenaz. Now, <laughs> right there, for those of you who are wondering about the Ashkenazis, there it is right there, Ashkenaz. That's when you talk about the Ashkenazis. They come from the bloodline of Japheth, not of Shem. We're going to talk more about how the Ashkenazi Ashkenazi Jew come into play, okay? They took on Judaism, okay? So we're going to talk about that in just a minute. I'm going to break that down a little more, okay? But the Ashkenazi Jews are not from sham. So how is it that people are calling, you know, when you say a particular slur against them, they're so quick to say that, oh, yeah, that is a, uh, you're anti-Semitic or anti-Semitic. When they, did, they didn't even come from that bloodline. You see it for yourself right there. We're going to break down the countries in just a minute attached to these names. I just want to read something very powerful to you. Okay, so you have Ashkenaz and Riphat and uh to Gomer, and the sons of Yawan. You have uh, Elisha and Tarshish, Kittim, and Dudanim. From these, and I'm reading from the uh, IRS, the scriptures of uh, uh, 1998, from these the coastland people of the nations were separated into their own land, everyone according to his language, according to their clans, into their nations. Here's what I read from the King James. "By these were the coastland or the Isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, every one after his tongue, after their families, in their nations." Did you read that? Let's read verse 5 one more time. By these were the isles, or they call it the habitable spots or the dry lands, the desirable lands of the Gentiles, the goyim, divided into their lands. Everyone after his tongue, after their families, in their goyim or in their nations. So you can see how Gentile and nations are the same word when you talk about Goy or Goyim. That's Strong's Concordance H1471. So when you talk about the stranger, you might hear the term heathen, the sojourner, the proselytes, they're going to turn later on into servants because Yahweh said they will be my servants. They are a part of the group when you talk about the nations, the heathens and the Gentiles. Okay? Let's break down these particular where these particular people came from. Okay. Now I read this from another particular lexicon, and this is what it says. Okay? fat it comes from the Hebrew word meaning may Elohim make wide or enlarge, okay? It comes from the root word patak, which means to make wide, okay? It has nothing to do with color, okay? This particular definition is not universally accepted. As the wordplay is so obvious the association of Yafet with Sham and Ham because Sham means dark, Ham means black. Sham as you well know also means the name or a name. Okay. Yafet has been explained as being fair from Yafa the non-Semetic and non-Hemetic races known to the Jews, more or less white-skinned. This is according to their particular um, definition. The Targum of Onekalos agrees with the English versions of the Bible. Okay, so they do add up with that. 14 nations and descendants come from your fat. okay? We're going to look closely as to where all of this means. So when they went to make Y or to expand or enlarge, they went up north to do it. They went up into the mountains, the Caucasus Mountains, if you will, okay? That's why you hear Caucasus. The Caucasus Mountains, when, when they are in, uh, when you talk about Asians, these are the people who you call Caucasian. So they a lot of people even get that wrong. You talk about Asians who lived in the Caucasus Mountains. They were not all the way pure. They were mixed. You talk about Russians and Asians. That's where you get the Khazarians or the Khazars that was connected to the Ashkenazi or the Ashkenaz bloodline. Okay, I hope this is making sense to you. So now you know all about that. Okay. Let's look at some more. Um, definitions to it. Now here is the particular names and nationalities connected to Yafat. Okay, please do the research. I've I've done a lot of it and um, it's usually correct. Um, I would recommend that you do yours. Do your research. Don't take my word for it. When you look at verse uh, verse 2, let's go back to that. It says, the sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog. Okay? When you look at those, and then you look at Madai, and Japhon, and Tubal and Mishesh, and Tyrese, the ones who come from Javan, that that's what they would say, that's how they're pronounced, but it is really pronounced, is pronounced Yaban. Okay? You're talking about people, number one, Yaban, those are Greeks. You're talking about the Greeks, the Romans. They the ones that spoke the Romance language. Okay? That's what Yiddish is. Yiddish is mixed German and Romance languages, mixed in with a with a touch of Hebrew. And voila, they made um, they made uh, some changes with the nakud, with the with the vowel point. And they came up with the Yiddish language, which is not even Hebrew, not a lick. The French, the Italians, the Spanish, and the Portuguese come from here. So those are Gentiles. Magog. You had the Slavs. You had the Russians, the Bohemians, the Polish, the Slavics, Croatians. Bulgarian. If you talk about Bulgaria, these individuals come from Magog. Once again, those are the Gentiles. Medei. You're talking about people from Iran, Persia, Medine, the Afgh- people from from Afghanistan, the Kurds. The Russians come from Meshach, or Meshesh, Tauris. You talk about the Germans and those who are Anglo-Saxon, the Scandinavians, the Celtics. I'm quite sure you heard of them. They came from Gomar. Okay? So all of those nations that I just named, those are Gentiles. They come from the bloodline of Yafet. Now, there are some people who occupied the Mediterranean coast. When you talk about Tarshish and Kittim, they were also being called Physicians because they occupied the Mediterranean coast. Any particular country that was along the Mediterranean, and they was doing trade and they built boats, they were Physicians. When the Greeks came along and saw what they were doing, they the ones that came up with the terminology of Physicians. But there were some people who did speak proto, uh, you know, uh, people like to say paleo. They spoke proto canaanite because they were around the Canaanites, or they was around the land of Canaan. I'm hoping this is making clarity. Let's read the truth, okay? Let's look at Yahshua, Yahu. Let's look at Isaiah Chapter 66. Now, is the father just going to just reject all Gentiles and they don't have no place to go in this kingdom? Well, let's see. Yahshua, Isaiah chapter 66. You'll hear that the Hebrew Israelites will say they would not have any room for the Gentiles. People are going around saying that the white people are what? Are Edom or Edomites. I don't know where they got that from. Okay? But here it is. Yahshua, Yahu, Isaiah chapter 66. Let's read verse 19. Listen to what it says. This is powerful because it brings clarity. It specifically says, and I will set up a sign among them, and I will send those that escape of them unto the nations, to Tarshish, to Paul. That would be uh, from uh, a people of Ethiopians. And Lude, or Lydia, that draw the bow, to Tobo. Remember, I was, those are people who live along the Black Sea. And Yaban, or Yaban, there it is again, when we talk about the Greeks, the Romans, he's talking to them, to the what, to the homelands or to the inhabitable land afar off, that have not heard my fame, neither have seen my esteem, and they should declare my esteem unto or among the Gentiles, verse 20. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto Yahweh, out of all nations upon horses and chariots and in litters and upon mules and upon swift beasts to my set-apart mountain Yerushalot, says Yahweh, as the children of Yashariah bring an offering in a clean vessel in the house of Yahweh. And I will also take of them for priests and for Levites says Yahweh, For as the new shamahim, remember it's going to be a new heaven, new earth. It, it, it states it right here. And for the new shamahim and the new heretz, the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says Yahweh. so so shall your seed and your name remain. So Yahweh is not getting rid of the nation of Yashariel. You see it here. They're going to be a light for the the Goyim or for the Gentiles. And it shall come to pass that from one Kodush to another and from one Shabbat to another shall all flesh come to worship before me, says Yahweh. Okay? Very clear there. Since we are in Yahshua, or Isaiah, go with me to chapter 42. Okay, we're going to go here and read a couple of verses here. Then we're going to go to Tahalim. We're going to go to Psalms 22 and Psalm 67. Then I have one more note to bring you, and then that will be the end of that. Okay? then we would be at the top of the hour. All right. Isaiah, Yahshua, chapter 42. Verse 1 says, Behold my Abed, my servant, whom I uphold, my elect in whom my soul delights. I have put my ruach upon him. Listen. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. Go to verse 6. I, Yahua, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand and will keep you and give you for a covenant of the people. Listen, for a light of the goyim, of the nations, of the Gentiles, of the heathens, to open the blind eyes to bring out the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. I am Yahweh; that is my name. And my esteem will I not give to another? Neither my praise to graven images. Now a lot of people will say right here, well, guess what? He's not going to share his esteem or his quote unquote his glory or his uh, kabod uh, with Yahusha, because this says it right here. He's pertaining to another Elohim. His esteem will he not give to another? Listen to what it says, neither my praise to graven images, not to a son. So Yahusha did have that right to make Teflon to Yahuwah and says, give me the esteem that is doing to me. Okay, that's to bring clarity there. Let's look at Talim, let's look at Psalms 22. We keep reading how Yahuwah not only is he going to bring his people back to Jerusalem, but he's also going to bring those who wants to be in covenant, those in other nations. That includes the children of Yefat. Okay? When you talk about the Greeks and the Romans and the Germans, and they can come in also. And they can be called Yasharia too. As long as they are what? Keeping Torah and they have the Ruach HaKodesh because they believe in Yahusha. They could come in as well. Psalms, Tahalim 22. Let's look at verse 27. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto Yahweh. And all the kindreds, look at this, the Mishpaka, what is that? The family... Mishpaka'in, the families of the nations, shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is Yahuas, and he is the governor among the Goyim, among the nations. Very powerful. Now, Strong's Concordance 4940, is what you'll see for kindreds, that's the Mishpaka. Here's a clear definition. It is a tribe or a people. The first definition of Mishpaka is it is a family. It is a circle of relatives. It is a class of people, a species of people. A kin or kindred. We all have we all have something in common. We are Yahweh. Now, if you read Revelation chapter 7, in verse 9, it says the same thing. After this, I behold, and lo, a great multitude, which no man can number, of all nations, and kindred, and pe- that's in families, and people in tongues, stood before the throne, and before the lamb now how could Yahua also be the lamb when it says this they stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hand that i believe that's revelation chapter 7 verse 9 you can also look at chapter 13 of the book of revelation read verses 7 and 8 see if they're going to go to heaven And it was given unto him to make war with the set-apart ones and to overcome them. And power was given him over the kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. It's talking about worshiping the Antichrist or the anti-Mashiach. All right. We're in Psalms 22. Let's go to Psalms 67. Let's start with verse 1. We're going to do verse 1 and 2. Elohim be merciful unto us, and what? And barak us, and cause his face to shine upon us. Salah. That your way may be known upon earth, your saving what? Yasha, there it is, your saving deliverance among all Goyim, all nations. So there will be people coming from all nations. Just like how we were scattered among the Gentiles. You read in the book of Acts, the book of Romans, how some of the people were gathered among the Gentiles. They were among the nations. Read it very closely. It don't say all nations. It says you're saving health among all nations. Okay. You can read Malachi or Malachi. That that brings clarity to that chapter one. Let me read that to you. Malachi, Malachi chapter 1, verse 11. It makes it crystal clear. For from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among what? The Gentiles, among the nations, the goyim, among the heathen, and in every place. Incense shall be offered unto my sham, my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great, listen, among the heathen, says Yahweh of heavenly armies, is or Tashubot. is not talking about all the heathens, it says among the heathen. Okay. We'll stop here. Uh, we're going to break down Romans chapter 11 on Friday because a lot of people want clarity. Well, okay, so if, the, you know, the nation of Yahsharia has to be grafted in through Yahusha, then how the Gentiles getting in? What does it mean that, you know, one group of people are, are coming in by faith and one comes in through faith. What does that mean? We're going to break that down, too, because the uh, Torah was given to a people. It wasn't given to the world. It was given to a people. Hallelujah. And so they received it by belief. By whose amunia? By Abraham's. And then there's another set of people that will be able to have the same opportunity through belief by belief, through belief. There are the a people who can who receive the, the promise and the inheritance by belief, by Abraham, by the fathers. You're talking about the nation of Yahsharia and the Gentiles, they'll be able to come into the nation through belief. So we'll break that down on Friday. All right. Hallelujah. Then we will read about how Yahusha will be able to inherit all nations. That's going to be done courtesy of the heavenly Ab, Yahweh. All right. hope you enjoyed the teaching. You know, I hope that I was able to break down a lot down for you. You know, if you need a list of all of the uh, the nations that are under your um, effect, please email me at talkteachtestify at gmail.com, and I'll get that out to you as fast as I quickly can. Um, tune in on Friday, and plus, if you want to listen to this broadcast once again, you can always go through www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, type in the search engine in the upper right-hand corner, Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio. I do also have a Facebook page and a Twitter page or just Google up Talk, Teach, and Testify Radio, and you will see a whole lot of podcasts to choose from. All right? All right, we went a couple of minutes past the hour. Hope that you have enjoyed the teaching. This has been another Talk, Teach, and Testify instruction. I hope to see you on Friday, if y'all was willing. Share this information with friends, family, uh, you know, whoever is uh, learning how to come into the knowledge of the truth um, in the name of Yahweh, And we'll be right here to provide teaching and instruction unto his people. Hallelujah. All right. So you can't sit up and act prejudice and say, well, his complexion don't make the connection. Um, you will be indeed um, a lion because we have just read many verses in which the Goyim will also have the opportunity to be in a family of Yashariel. All right, that'll do it for me. I love all of you. Please stay encouraged. Know that my zeal and my prayer for the nation of Yashariel is that we all might be saved. All right, Shalom and Shabbat Shalom to one and unto all.
1: I will call upon you to do a service for
0: me. Play the Godfather.
1: Now at Champacasino.com Welcome to the family. VTW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make
0: sure you have it. Product availability.